Alright everyone, welcome to a crazy, insane, scary, uh, maybe even life-altering episode of Dungeon Crawlers. That's right, it's that time of year around Halloween and we're going to be talking about our favorite Halloween flicks or horror films that you should go see, whether they're on Netflix, DVD, Blu-ray, at the Redbox machine, whatever. These are shows that you should go view. I guess that's the best way to say that. Dungeon crawlers, dungeon crawlers, dungeon crawlers. Ooh. Do, do, do I get to jump out in a really creepy suit and have my head spin around? Only if you're Dave Pumpkins. Okay. Fair enough. So I, I, I'm guessing you're throwing out Beetlejuice there, just from that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, Come on, that's one of the classics. It, it is. Uh, you got some really cool special effects, uh, you know... Uh, Gina Davis is in there. Uh, oh, what is his freaking name? I forgot it. The Baldwin. Uh, Alec Baldwin? No, yeah. Adam? Adam Baldwin. No, it's Alec. Alec Baldwin. Is it Alec? Okay. Yeah. Um, way before he, became, before he became big, uh, you know, Michael Keaton, <laughs> which really didn't want to play the part, but then I, if I remember right, but Tim Burton convinced him to do it anyways. Um, great film. Crazy, insane film. Um, oh, yeah. I, I really wish they'd make a sequel, but at the same time, I really hope they don't make a sequel because then you don't really ruin the magic that was that movie. They, they, would, definitely, they would definitely have to bring Tim Burton back because nobody can do what Tim Burton does. No. No, and but nobody. Yeah. And you definitely have to have Danny Elfman involved to, to get the right soundtrack because I don't... I, I don't think there's a single Tim Burton film out there that doesn't have Danny Elfman from Oingo Boingo that has done the soundtrack because he just... Oingo Boingo has that sound, and Danny Elfman has that sound that's just perfect for a Tim Burton film. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's there's some, like, Steven Spielberg and John Williams. They just go together. Yeah. Yes. As well as John Williams and George Lucas. So those other soundtracks haven't been that great either. However, all right, yeah. so, so what other... Horror films should they see? I mean, the new It is definitely on. I would say on the list. That's a fantastic film. Definitely not for little kids, um, but creepy in its own right. Much, I would say, much more than the uh, the TV series. What What about the new one? Really captured you on this one, Dan? Uh well, the new one, I, Pennywise. Uh, nothing against. Uh, the old Pennywise that Tim Curry put together, because Tim Curry. I mean, I, Tim yeah. Curry as the demon in Legends, fantastic, amazing. Oh, yeah. But Tim Burton as Pennywise in the TV series is more comical than scary. Whereas the the new Pennywise, I really felt like was menacing and terrifying and he didn't really do much i mean there's a lot of scenes where he's just kind of standing there and he tilts his head and that's just so creepy yeah so and 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 they did they were they were able to you know because of technology and that they were able to do a lot more with the character than they could in the tv series as well was there, was there anything about this new movie that, that brought you down a little bit uh, there were some minor changes that they made. That... There was no Tim Curry. That's what brought me down. <laughs> well, what no... was it, Scott? There was no Tim Curry. That's what brought me down personally. But oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he sort of showed up, 
his head was in the uh, the Pennywise head from that the TV series was in the clown room. So he, he sort of was in there. Um, there was, I mean, just with the storyline, there was a few things that they changed or tweaked, which confused me. Um, and I know it, it was Scott as well, which I hope they answer in the second one where, you know, they're all adults. But, I mean, it is only a partial story, so hopefully with, when we get the whole story, things will connect and it'll be okay. True. Yeah, something like this, I guess you'd have to wait for the other one to come out to catch all the holes. Yes. So I, I, I agree with you guys. It was an awesome one. Really, really just grabbed me from the get-go, especially, like we said, with Pennywise. He he was very menacing. I liked how he was – there was almost more interaction between him and the kids. Uh, maybe I just need to see the old one again, though. But, like, that time when they hit him in the head, and you can see that, okay, he's not going to die from that, but he's definitely hurt a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> But it was it was awesomely creepy. How okay now you know that that's not enough to kill him. Now yeah, I was oh I'm scared. Yes, yeah. they had a catchphrase before they even started the catchphrase though. Yeah, that that bugged me through the whole thing. How we all float, but there's no origin for why they're all floating. Well, and it's a great origin in the book, but that's in the book. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but you got to you got to introduce it. Like I feel like the first one introduced it. Does it float? Or just suddenly he was, I feel like in this one, he was like, oh, guess what? Everything floats down here. <laughs> well, I, I think part of it is they're playing off the fact that we all know that. They didn't really need to tell that. Um, yeah. And I, as much as I get that, I feel like they're still supposed to. Yeah, and, just... and we may get that in the adult portion. That's kind of the, the thing that I liked about this is they were taking it from a child's perspective. Um, and as a child, maybe the, you know, they can't recant all these details as well as an adult can. So we're missing out on a few of those things. Maybe as adults, we'll see some flashback scenes where they do recount those things. I don't know. Um, or maybe it's just dropped out. You know, it, sometimes there's just, that's not that important. So they drop it out of the script. True. True. All right. What are some other films? What are some other terrifying films? I, I, I know of quite a few that I can list up. Well, Varen has some. I've been on a scary movie streak. Yes. So I've got a few that I've watched recently, and I, I've got some favorites. I've got some not-so-favorites out of them, too. All right. <laughs> I'm just going to let you know, all the all the, the sticks that I've watched recently, most recent ones, Amityville Horror, oh. uh, Halloween, both of those are the older ones, the 70s, uh, 79 and 78 version. Uh, the, the Evil in Us, yeah. uh, Child's Play, 28 Weeks Later, and American Psycho. Nice. So, I gotta say, my least favorite in that one is The Evil in Us. Even though the first, I want to say the first three quarters of the movie were actually really good. Yeah. Uh, especially when the, the kids started going crazy. Uh, if you don't know the premise of the movie, it's been out for a little while, a few years, so I'm not too worried about spoilers. Um, <laughs> I'll move yeah. on. So basically somebody, uh, a bad scientist guy has put a neurotoxic drug, um, or a virus anyways, and has attached it to uh, illicit drugs that teenagers are having fun with, cocaine, marijuana, stuff like that. And so when these kids go to this cabin, of course, they're going to the cabin. You know, it's, it's, it's got the same elements, uh, the other your basic scary movies, the, the kids that are being immoral are the first ones to go. Um but yeah, and so 
<clears throat> they all get out there, and, and the, the interaction between them, the way they go crazy, the, the cinematography that portrays that, excellent. The last 15 minutes of it was absolutely terrible. It felt like they were trying to stretch it to, to meet a maximum, to, to meet a time limit. Um, it felt like the scripting was terrible. The cinematography just dropped off the edge. It was almost like the last 15 minutes, everyone went on strike, and someone decided to finish it there themselves, doing the best that they thought they could do. Um, <laughs> Ouch. But as for the rest of these movies, the rest of them I feel like stood up fairly well. Uh, 28 Weeks Later, great zombie movie. Um, the Amityville Horror and Halloween Wonderful classics. If you guys, if no one, if you haven't seen those, you gotta see them just to, just to know that you how awesome they are. And even if twenty Halloween, twenty-eight weeks Halloween. later. Oh, sorry, go on, Dad. I was gonna say twenty-eight weeks. Doesn't that uh, have a sequel? Twenty. Isn't there one that's twenty-eight weeks and then twenty-eight weeks later or something like that? I think it's twenty-eight days, then twenty-eight weeks. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I know there's there, some connection there, but yeah. Uh, definitely a good creepy um, horror zombie movie. I think one of the great part about those ones, because you're right, there is there's a one before that, and I think there's one after possibly as well. But you don't have to see the other one to to, to really enjoy the, this one. Yeah, and then vice versa, because it's not it's not like it's a huge story that you're really invested in. It's it's a zombie story. People turn into zombies. Other people try to survive. That's just how it goes. Yeah, and then and they do a great job of telling it. it. It keeps you on the edge of your seat. It yeah, yeah. If you need a zombie flick, that's definitely a great zombie flick. So Scott, what were you going to say about Halloween? <clears throat> I was going to say Halloween. This is actually the first year that I've seen Halloween. Oh really? My whole life, I've I've not seen it, and so this year I saw it. And it amazing, amazing. Jamie Lee Curtis's uh, performance, uh, the thrills, the the fact that this guy just will not die. Well, like, see, I think that's the part to me. Like, you think he's dead? He's dead. He's dead. He's not dead. Nope. <laughs> well, but, I don't know. I think the first time she stabbed him, she should have known he wasn't dead. It was a yeah. freaking shish kebab skewer. <laughs> yeah. I think it takes more than a skewer to take Michael Myers down. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, the Halloween... I mean, the Halloween movie series has lived so long. Um, there's been so many sequels, so many movies after that, and they've just released a new, uh, Halloween movie. Jamie Lee Curtis is in it again. Um, and it may, it's broken every record possible for a horror movie. This last weekend, it opened up and it made $77 million. No other horror movie in history has done that. Um, it's just broken records. And not only that... The interesting thing about this movie is it's just throwing all those sequels out and saying, this story continues after the first one. Michael Myers has really been in prison this whole time, and all these people that have come after in these other movies were just copycats. They weren't really Michael Myers. Which is an interesting way to go about it. But Wait, so they're not actually... So Hold on, let me, let me get this straight. They're not saying that the other ones didn't exist... They're just saying all those others were copycats. Yeah, I thought they were saying that those others didn't exist, and that this is like a, a re-sequel that was recon- retconning on everything. Maybe, I and mean, maybe that is it. Let me just double check. I'm just trying to figure out because I've heard where they was kind of it was copycats. Either way, I think it's fantastic what they've done here. They're just like, okay, we're just scrapping all this crap. We're going with this storyline. We're going to make it awesome. And apparently, people were eating it up. 
Um, I I don't know of any horror film that's ever made that large of a sum on opening weekend. Oh yeah. See, and something you explained to me right before the show a little bit was something I missed when I was watching that movie originally, and that's that Jamie Lee Curtis is Michael Myers' younger sister. Yes. And see, and I, I missed that part, and so that that makes the, the that changed the whole movie once I realized that, realizing oh that was that was also her mom's tombstone sitting on t- at the head of the bed that her friend was laying on. Yeah. Well, also they didn't reveal that until the sequel. And so with this new movie, if I'm understanding correctly, Dan's double-checking to see if they recon, retconned everything. But um, if I understand correctly, she didn't know that to the sequel. So that means in this new movie, they might not be brother and sister. No, it still says they are. Because oh, part, of, part of the first film is she is his sister. Oh, okay. Yeah, she changes her name after the murder and gets away. And that's, that's uh, yeah, so. See, there must have been a, a part that I missed in the beginning. But honestly, it's the parts where somebody's getting stabbed that I'm most likely to pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's important, Varen. That's very important. That, that, that's yeah. usually the part where, you know, the music gets loud. What's that? Ooh, chocolate syrup in a bathtub. All right, Scott, yeah, you are correct. They are ignoring all the previous uh, sequels, even the ones that Jamie Lee Curtis has been in. So apparently those are from an Ooh. alternate reality. Yeah, because Jamie Lee Curtis died in one of those, I believe. Like uh, she actually, her character actually died. Died. No, that she she faked her death. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That's yeah, fine. she was in the 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 most recent one just before this one. So, um, if I let's see, so yeah, I mean, either way, still fantastic that this iconic character Michael Myers is running around in a William Shatner mask that's painted white is still just as iconic and pertinent as it was when it came out in 1978. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's something that's menacing and and creepy, but yet at the same time, I mean, you look at the costume itself, okay, he's in a jumper suit with a, you know, with a mask. It's not that scary, but the way that he holds himself, the way that he is just so silent and emotionless, I mean, yeah, the way they pulled off Michael Myers and, and how he's still such an iconic evil villain is really, really cool. Well, I, I think the thing that sets it up always for this film is, you're right, he doesn't say a word. He never speaks, but you always hear that piano solo that comes along with whenever he shows up. And, uh, the, and the breathing. Yeah. You know, it's just like Darth Vader, you know, we don't need to see Vader. We just hear that heavy breathing apparatus go off, and we know what's going to happen next. You know, you know, kind yeah. of referring back to to Rogue One, that dark hallway, and suddenly you hear the deep that breathing. Everyone knew exactly what was going to happen in that moment, and I think we get the same oh. thing when we with Michael Myers. We had there that piano thing, and we hear that breathing, and it's like, okay, someone's going to die now. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And and I think they kind of use that same um, that same thing for Jason Voorhees from night, uh, Friday the Thirteenth. He doesn't speak either. Um, we got another guy in a mask that kills people running around. Super Leatherface. creepy. Um, Leatherface is another one. Uh, both yeah. all three of those franchises have still continued on throughout the day, and they're they're great films. They are somewhat hokey at some points. 
Uh, especially the Jason ones when somehow he's in space um, and there's robots <laughs> and junk. Uh, Sometimes you just need a classic cheesy horror movie though, yeah. right? Yeah, but even then, I really loved Freddy vs. Jason. That was fantastic. Um, you know, we had Nightmare on Elm Street. That lasted for a while. They pulled in. You know, they wanted the big Titanic battle. Who would win? Jason... Voorhees or Freddy Krueger. We got to see that. That was fun. Um, it would have been really cool if they could have been brought in Ash Williams from Evil Dead and Army of Darkness uh, to add into that. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but still, it's really interesting how horror movies have still continued to this day where people still love to be scared. People still want to go see those movies even though... How many times have we seen Michael Myers? How many times have we seen Jason Voorhees or Leatherface or Freddy Krueger? And we're still eating it up. Except for that last Freddy Krueger reboot with, um... Oh, I can't even remember his name. He was Warshak on, uh... The Watchmen. Was that, uh, Wes Craven's New Nightmare? No, it was the one after that. Um, they did a, tried to do a reboot. Um, oh man, I can't even remember his name now. I had, a, I had a hard time getting through New Nightmare, to be honest. I don't think I actually finished it. Yeah, New Nightmare was kind of <laughs> crazy. He was he was a demon, and he was trying to be brought back from her dreams or something like that. Uh, night, uh, something James... Oh, oh man, okay. I, it, it's almost there. I apologize, I'm pulling this up. I can see his face. I can I can remember his name, Jackie Earl Haley. That's his name. Gotcha. Yeah, and even the girl uh, Cass, uh, Katie Cassidy from the Arrow that plays Laurel Lance was in that film. Still couldn't save it. Yeah, still couldn't save it for me. That's okay. But hey, you know Nightmare on Elm Street. We got to see Johnny Depp die and turn into a giant fountain of blood that should not exist out of a waterbed. You know, th- those are some of my favorite scenes. Is yeah. uh, just the the enormity and ridiculousness of the gore sometimes. Yeah. Is, and that's what makes the Tarantino movie funny. You've got a guy who's already bled out three times. He's dead on the floor. But every time you shoot him with another bullet, he explodes more and more blood. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. It is. You know, and that's kind of what makes these fun. Um... So, Amity, I, I want to go back to Amityville Horror. Uh, I remember seeing these films, and this is based off of a book that was written um, off of true events. Um, so there was a family that lived there in that home. That home, from as far as I can find, still is standing. And it has created a slew of movies and, and sequels. The first one, like you said, was done in 79 with... James Brolin and Margot Kidder, so uh, lo- original Lois Lane herself, and Donald Stroud. But, you know, there is some sequels after that, including Amityville 3D and so on. Uh, Amityville Possession. But they did a remake with Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, which I think just even made that even more... <laughs> crazy, but there's actually a new film called Amityville Awakening out right now. Um, it has Bella Thorne in it. Uh, so, there, this is still thriving. Again. I, How? Did I know that? 
Had you not know this one was out again? A new one? Yeah. Yeah, I, I saw it. it. It's just interesting. Again, here's a, a film based off of a book that was written by a couple that experienced this uh, phenomena. All right, the the Lutz family went through, and you just, you, you just have to wonder, was this just a story made up? Was it something that really happened? If it is something that really happened, why? Why? What's going on where this house is? Um, is it on some Indian burial ground? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Well, there's a well there. I mean, it tells you in the first one what, what, what happened there. There was, a, I guess, a warlock or whatever who was condemned back in the witch trials or something yeah. like that. And, and he had a well that he built his house on top of. And it says in the, in the first movie, and this is where I knew there'd be a second one, the only one, they got to cover the well. They uh -huh. got to seal it up. Got to seal it. And he falls in it at the end, and his dog helps pull him out, and then they run away. Mm -hmm. It never got sealed up. Yeah. Someone else is going to buy that house because people are dumb. We all know that. <laughs> yeah. And if the people who buy the house aren't married and are immoral, then they die. <laughs> uh, I need to see that movie now. It's a fantastic yeah. movie. Even the remake with Ryan Reynolds, I feel, was done really well. It definitely Is that went the 2005 one. Then, yeah, it definitely went a lot more over the top um, than the original did, just because you know special effects and stuff like that. But I really enjoyed. Yeah, it is creepy. Um, but I did really enjoy that. Times I'm torn over special effects. Huh? Because there are times I feel like the special effects they did with puppets and props and zooming in and slowing down the explosions. Sometimes I feel like the older way of doing props and, and special effects was superior in many ways to what we do today. Yeah. Oh. Not, not in every case, but in some of these horror flicks, I definitely feel that way. Because when you when you see what looks like real blood. Versus when you see somebody with corn syrup, there, there's a big difference, especially in those movies where, where the, 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 the you know the characters covered in blood all the time. Blood dries up. Yeah. That really throws me off. Is when somebody you've been covered in that blood for three hours and it's still runny? No, no, it'd be all crusty and dry, and you would look weird, and and you'd probably look even creepier than if it was fresh blood. But I don't know. It's just some some people can't figure that one out. Well, see, you're just you're forgetting the single most important fact. It's supernatural blood, so it can stay that way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I never realized blood was supernatural. I figured everybody's blood was the same. <laughs> well, in a movie, in the movies, anybody in a supernatural movie has supernatural blood. Yeah, that's called the script. Yeah, I guess I guess you'd be using the wrong type of blood for the wrong movie, huh? Yeah, I mean it's it is definitely interesting. Um, okay, so I, I've actually found some records. So the Amityville house officially sold on in, back in February 2017 to an undisclosed owner for $605,000, which was $200,000 less than the original asking price. It had been previously owned by four other families since the murders, one of which had the address changed um, because it used to be uh, 112 Ocean Avenue, but they changed it to 108 Ocean Avenue. Um, because I guess 12, 13. Yeah. 
So, very interesting. Um, huh. But apparently people still live in it. There are some issues. Um, <laughs> Find issues. Well, there, issues. there's issues, issues in their stories. That, uh, you know, the same day every year the front door flies off the hinges? Well, they were saying there's a lot of... Uh, I'm just re- reading through this. They're saying there's a lot of damage to uh, the doorknobs and the hinges, but... Someone when when people went in to investigate the home, it still has all the original hardware from when the house was built. So how is that possible? Um, they cl- you know uh, their claim of seeing demonic hoof, uh, footprints in the snow was not possible because there wasn't snowfall at the time in their yard. Uh, so there are some things, but at the same time, you know there there's something obviously going on. In this house, if there's been multiple owners and there's a lot of people, this story is still thriving and still living. So you have to wonder um, what really is going on there, especially since there was a murder there. Something happened. But, you know, it's it's always interesting, especially when you take a true story. And it could be. It could just be all fiction, that someone took an event and spun a fantastical story around it. I mean, that's what a lot of Fantasy, horror, and uh, you know, th- urban uh, or historical fiction is done. They take one moment in time or one thing and and spin it around. So, but again, it is awesome. So, um, what is? I'm I'm gonna jump through here. So we've already talked about Nightmare on Elm Street. We kind of mentioned Evil Dead. Evil Dead is always a fun, really crazy. Uh, uh, horror movie, it, you know, it's definitely done on a low budget, so don't have huge expectations. But it's a fun film to watch, uh, as well as Army of Darkness. The the ending of that. Army of Darkness is great. I I loved I loved the ending of that. Yeah. Hail to the King, baby. Yeah, one of my favorite ones. Um, it's just you've got great one liners. You got Bruce Campbell. Um, you just you can't get any better than that. Uh, Drag Me to Hell was a fantastic one that was done in 2009. Uh, yeah, I think we also that one. Hocus Pocus. Oh, Hocus Pocus is a great one for the kids. Definitely a great film for the kids. Okay. That's true, because there, there are some kid-friendly Halloween movies, that's kind Yeah. Every now and then. And, and the crazy thing is, it sounds like they're tr- they're thinking of doing a re- Hocus Pocus reboot. In all fairness, they're thinking about doing reboots for everything. I think reboot is just a popular word right now. Yeah. Um, See, I thought, I thought we avoided the whole Y2K thing, but apparently, I guess it's the Y2K10. Now let's reboot everything, not just computers. Yeah. Exactly. Well, it, okay, so Hocus Pocus is a Disney property. Disney's kind of in that place where they are remaking everything. I'm. They're taking all their... Animated films are remaking them into live action films, um, so it's. I, I would love to see something new and original, or even a sequel. Oh, in, sequel yeah. Instead of doing this weird reboot process, it's like who cares? Right. Yeah. I mean, um, movies are not real estate. You don't have to remodel them every few years. Correct. You know, some they hold up through time. 
They do. A lot better. They think they do. And I think in some cases you could probably even, I don't know, why not every 10, 15 years come out with something classic on DVD again like they used to and, you know, because, yeah, every 10 years or so you're like, oh, you got a whole new group of, uh, a whole new generation basically that's that's grown up and realized, hey, I don't own the Indiana Jones uh, trilogy. Yeah. Trilogy, not quadrility or whatever that be. Yes. That fourth was, yeah. Yes. And so then that person's going to need to buy it. Yeah. They could still make money off it. But they don't want to just make money from that one person. They want to remain. They want to make money from everyone. And while we're talking about right. reboots, we might as well mention uh, one of my favorite franchises, Ghostbusters. Yes. Um, one, yeah. two, and their decision to reboot. So, I definitely think number one, one. definitely is a Halloween. Yeah. Move. Uh, number two is more of a Christmas movie, so I'm not going to go there. But number one for sure, like classic Halloween, right there. Yeah. Definitely. And, and, and the reboot is just don't even bother. It, it, it depends. It's it's for younger kids. Actually, younger kids seem to enjoy the the new one better. It's, of course, it's, it's, it's fun. So it's a millennial edition. Yeah, <laughs> I I like that. That's Ghostbusters, the millennial, the millennial edition. edition. I I like that. That that's a good that's a good tag. So yeah, I think that those are classic uh, good movies for for the Halloween season. Yeah. Um, I re- I saw Child's Play for the first time this season. Oh, that's a classic. So yeah. You, yeah, you seen the original? Oh, yeah. Yes, Child's Play. I I have, um, and and that that is ingrained into pop culture so much it even showed up in Ready Player One. Yeah, just oh, like they, The Shining. The whole the whole Goosebumps movie that's out now, or uh, maybe not this one, but I know the the first one with Jack Black. That's it's basically all it is. Yeah. Well, yeah, the the puppet, the the marionette puppet, uh, or not the, yeah. the not the marionette. It's a uh, ventriloquist dummy. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Which is basically a kid's doll. Yeah. For a creepy older adults. No, that, that well, and Goosebumps is is a great example of another uh, fun Halloween movie for kids. That's not. It's still creepy and scary enough, but it's not overwhelming. Um, yeah. You know, some kids may never eat gummy bears again because of that movie, but it's still fun and hilarious. Um, you know, we like The Shining. That's a cre- creepy film. Nothing like the book. I mean, they went way off base, but Jack Nicholson did a fantastic job uh, in, in that film. Um, oh, that, I, the way that that guy portrays insanity, I'm almost convinced that he is. Oh yeah. yeah, it's almost it's almost too good to be just like no, that's not an act. He's really just tapping into a side of his personality. He probably tries not to show other people like his his wife and his kids when he comes home and he's you know, licking the edge of an axe. And, oh, oh, I better not do that in front of them. I gotta save that for the screen. <laughs> Which is why I think he was a fantastic casting for uh, Batman when oh, he was exactly. the Joker because he, exactly. he was insane and crazy and it fits so perfect. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's 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 happy. He's crazy. He's gonna have a good time being crazy. But you better not piss him off because then it'll get really really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Where I mean, he he, he has like Tim Curry. He's got that amazing ability to be really really evil. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. 
Wow, we've already uh, gone 30 minutes. So uh, I'm going to list off a couple other ones real quick. Um, I know yeah, I mentioned... Honorable. Huh? Honorable mentions. Well, yeah, I mean, I know I mentioned the Indian Burial Ground, Poltergeist, those movies. Oh, scary yeah. as all can be. Um, you know. Carolyn. American Psycho was a good one. American Psycho. Yep. Uh, John Carpenter's The Thing. Uh, with Russell Crowe, or not Russell Crowe, uh, Kurt Russell. Oh my gosh, fantastic. Uh, super creepy. Carrie, uh, The Ring. I mean, I'm not, I wasn't a huge fan of it, but it is still a scary, freaky movie. Uh, Something that impressed me about The Ring was how they took what seemed like a very ridiculous plot of a, of a killer VHS tape, and uh-huh. they actually made it uh, a menacing, scary, uh, don't watch that type of movie. Yeah. I agree. Um, kind, of, kind of along the same lines of that one, though, is The Grudge. Yep. Yeah, and those are um, both Japanese imports that they came over and remade and, and Americanized. And and if you if you can find the uh, the Japanese makes, they are. I, I want to say the one of The Grudge, the Japanese they're, version, they're is like so much more scary. They're ten yeah. times more scary. Just like uh, the Woman in Black that Daniel Radcliffe was in. Again, another Japanese import that they remade. Man, those are just freaky movies. The Japanese have to be scary. Well, the oh, Japanese yeah. and demons are just, it's something that's ingrained in their culture. And so um, they really know how to pull out the demons in their movies, which I, I, is fantastic. Uh, yeah. The Conjuring, Hellraiser, you know, as much as The Fly doesn't seem so much, it is kind of one of those ho- Halloween horror ones, especially if you're going back to the old Vincent Price. Uh, Vincent Price, not Jeff Goldblum? Jeff Goldblum was, is good, but the Vincent Price one, there is just something about Vincent Price, his acting ability, and his voice. I mean, that's why he was pulled into the the thriller uh, movie video, or mu- music video, because of his voice. I mean, it was just so well, iconic. There's no one who's ever even replaced him. As yeah. far as I'm aware, there's, there's, no, there's no Vincent Price of our time. No, there isn't. No. We're still lacking that amazing, scary... Yep. Yeah, call me. Well, I wasn't him saying that at line, I guess. But still, yeah. you know, there's nobody that can say stuff and make you go, oh, crap, yeah. I could die. Yeah. <laughs> so let's see. American Werewolf in London, The Wicker Man, Candyman, The Bride of Frankenstein. Uh, we already talked about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The Witch. Uh, the Descent, The Conjuring. They Live with, uh, oh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper from... The old WWF days. Uh, one of my favorite lines in that movie is I've come to kick ass and chew bubblegum and I'm all out of bubblegum. All out of bubblegum. Yeah. Uh, that's a great one as well. So, Dusk Till Dawn. Yeah. Dusk Till Dawn was a great great vampire movie, I thought. Yes, very much so. Um, Another one that's just over the top with their use of blood and the way it never dries, but... It's amazing film. <laughs> yes. So, uh, Scott, any others you want to throw in here real quick before we jump off because we've gone over? No, no. Everything that we've hit uh, are vital for, for Halloween viewing. So that's ooh, ooh. It's just nice to have such a plethora. I mean, we don't have a lot of Halloween mo- uh, 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 songs to play during yeah. the holidays. We have plenty of good movies. Yeah, one last oh, yeah. one that I just I just ran across. Um Village of the Damned, uh, from 1995, one of uh, Christopher Reeve's last movies that he did. Super creepy movie where 
this event happens and all the children born in this town, all the, everyone wakes up and the, all the women are pregnant and they all have children with this white hair and these weird abilities. Um, fantastic, fantastic movie. And unfortunately, <gasps> one of the last films that Christopher Reeves did before his accident. So, all right. He passed on, huh? Well, no, it's before his accident where he became paralyzed. Um, I mean, he, okay, okay, he, he yeah, lived thinking, several decades like, after that. Yeah, he didn't die until early 2000s. I yeah, thought. I mean, he was he showed up in, like, the Smallville TV series. Um, oh, it looks like Mark Hamill's in that, too. Yeah, yep, Mark Hamill was in that. Yeah, he was a reverend or something like that. So even Luke's, yeah, you got, you got Superman and Luke Skywalker in a horror movie. Yeah. So just fantastic. But, um, Sounds like something I better look into. Yes. So, no, all right. Really well, folks, we've given you more than enough awesome stuff to uh, try to cram in before the Halloween season. You know, maybe you're going to have a Halloween party and uh, all all night on Hall- New- All Hallows' Eve you're watching films. Um, so we've given you plenty to choose from. Or from now till then, you have plenty to choose from. Or if you just like ha- horror movies. You have more than enough to choose from for the rest of the year. Hopefully we've given you something you've never heard of, you've never seen, or maybe we've sparked a memory where you want to go back and watch a film from years past. So, with that said, we're out of here. Awesome. Catch you next time. Hey, I'll see you guys later.